I'm not going to give it away, but essentially, I did want to get you golf clubs because I know you really want to golf. That's mm. really loud also. You cannot be eating during this. Okay. You literally tell me I can't eat and now you're eating? Oh, I didn't know I said that. Okay. Okay, now we have to cancel that out because I'm not going to have a bag rustling in the background. Okay. Oh. I don't even know what... Should I just start over? <laughs> do, 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 do. Four, three, two, one. Welcome everybody to episode 11 of Comfy Couch Chats. Let's get comfy, let's get on the couch, and let's chat. Go and give us a listen on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Comfy Couch Chats. And if you are using Apple, please give us a gleaming rating and review. And if you're feeling fancy, I'm going to use the same thing as last week. If you're feeling fancy, you can also follow our official Instagram page at Comfy Couch Chats. All right, I hope you guys are having a good week. Yeah. Wherever you are. Yeah, we had a pretty good week. And if it's not, if you're not having a good week, it's all right. Everybody goes through that. But I've actually started doing something that may be entertaining for listeners where I've like throughout the week, I've just been compiling some random thoughts. Oh. Which you should do that too. Yeah, I didn't know you were doing that. (laughs) (laughs) A little secret task, eh? Just like. Well, I just wanted to see if like. I didn't want to tell you that I was doing it and then not have anything at the end of the week. That's fair. So I've got three. Okay. So number one, who else thinks that underwear is overrated? No. Uh... It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Can I comment on these or are these just yeah, open no, thoughts? No, 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 just no, for sure. Well, okay. So like the, the reason I said is because I... I feel it? like other, I feel like I heard this before when I was growing up and I, I always thought it was weird. I was like, what, what do you mean? Like you have to wear underwear with everything. Even yeah. if you're wearing tights, you have to wear a thong. Like you have to wear something in between your coochie coochie and your pants. Yeah. But recently I've just been lazy and I don't want to put on underwear and I haven't been and I love it. Even in public and stuff. Okay. So listen. When I was following uh, Whitney Simmons, who is my workout fitness goddess, she was saying that she never wears like a thong when she works out. And I was like, what? Like, I always felt like this might be a TMI thing, um, but I always felt that like I really got like that camel toe. Like, I, fe- I, I always felt like I couldn't go commando because my camel toe would just be out and about. And that ain't cute. In no situation is that cute. But then I, but then I found this hack. So if any ladies are listening and they share the same problem with having a big-ass camel toe, what you do is you can go commando, but you stick, like, a panty liner on the inside of your tights. Like, one of those really, really, really thin pads. And it helps kind of, like, not reveal your camel toe. And so that's what I've been doing. And it's so great because sometimes when you wear a thong and you work out, like, you got that wedgie the whole time. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I mean, women's underwear doesn't look like it's comfy at all in general. And so. that's what I mean. I mean, I have very comfy granny panties, but, like, a girl can't just be wearing granny panties all the time. You can't wear granny panties with tights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I find some of the lacy underwear the most uncomfortable thing. It doesn't support your coochie at all. It just... Anyway, so I think underwear is overrated. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not really the same in the man's world just because uh, we have, like... First of all, sometimes we... Most of the time we wear jeans where it has zippers. So, like, it feels weird to, like, not wear underwear underwear. and have, like, a zipper. And then, like, you know. And uh, it's just strange without it. Also, you have something there. Uh Uh-huh. So, like, sometimes... You gotta have it, like, tucked against you. Well, like, sometimes I'm at home, right? And I'm wearing sweatpants. I don't have underwear on because, like, I'm at home. Right. But then I gotta, like, go to the store. And then I'll just, like, go to the store. Okay. And then by the time when I get to the store, I'm, like, walking around and... With a boner or what? No, (laughs) no. That would be bad because, you know, sometimes you gotta tuck it. You gotta tuck it in the waistband, the waistband tuck. Okay. But anyways, no, that's not what I'm saying. But like sometimes <laughs> when you're walking, it swings. <laughs> what do you what do you fucking have a grandfather clock down there? No, but like I'm just saying the pants move and they're like and like they're a like pendulum. Loose. Well, it, you can just see it, all right? Okay. So like when you have underwear on, you, that doesn't happen. It's all kept tight. Like if it's small, it's not going to be swinging around, but if you got a little something, sometimes when you're walking, it just it just shows, all right? It's okay. like sometimes and you don't and you feel weird, right? Like it's like I think it's like women when they go to the gym, right? And your pants ride up high and you don't got underwear on. It's obviously like you're like, "Oh, I don't want my genitals to be fucking showing." Yeah. The camel so, toe. Yeah. Yeah, but like guys are the kind of the same cuz when you wear sweatpants, it's like baggy, so like it'll just like sink to the next thing it'll cling on to. Okay, I, okay, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. I guess I never had to think about that. Yeah, yeah so okay. like when I walk, I just like my uh, thing will be flinging, and you're like, oh damn! So you kind of gotta like put your hands in your pockets and just like make your pants like uh, those parachute pants, so they're like right. <laughs> you got some room. Okay, okay. So that's like a little thing. I mean, some guys might fucking want to walk around like that, but mm. it's weird. Yeah, that was just, like, my first thought. I just was thinking the other day, like, huh. Like, I don't wear underwear that often anymore. Anyway, second one is... Oh, this one is just a random thought, but I have been teasing Logan about his Christmas presents for weeks now. But I just want to say, usually I'm not on my A game so early on to have all my gifts ready, or sometimes I have a difficult time picking what... I want to get Logan because Logan's kind of picky in some aspects. But this year, like, I think I knocked it out of the park. Like, they haven't arrived yet because online shopping, COVID season. Also, PEI has absolutely nothing. So I've had to online order everything. And they're all going to be shipped in maybe a week or so. But I, and I also, when I have a really good (laughs) gift... I have a really hard time keeping it a secret because yeah. I'm just so proud of it and I want him to get it so badly. And so, also Christmas is so far away still. I mean, it's almost the end of the month. I know, but now that I have these gifts, it feels like it's going to take forever to get there. Yeah. Because I'm so excited to watch you open them. What uh, What? Uh, what was your like thought? What was your question there? You're it wasn't. Like, no, it's not always questions. It's oh, just okay. a random thought. I'm proud of my gifts this year. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Are you proud of your gifts to me? Yeah, I mean, it's strange because like Emily had an idea and it was just like she told me because she didn't. She wanted me to pick and she said it was golf clubs. Yeah. But I mean, if you get like a super lit set from like scratch, it's probably like two or three thousand dollars. Yeah. So like, no, nah, I don't want you to spend it on that. But then anyways, you like came and had 
a change of thought. Right, I did, I did. And it was all of a sudden the best thing in the world. And I was like, why did it just hit you? Like, can you not give it away? Like, what hit you? I'm not going to give it away. But essentially, I did want to get you golf clubs because I know you really want to golf. That's Mm. really loud also. You cannot be eating during this. You literally tell me I can't eat and now you're eating? Oh, I didn't know I said that. Okay. Okay, now we have to cancel that out because I'm not going to have a bag rustling in the background. Okay. Oh. I don't even know what... Should I just start over? Anyways, so I wanted to get you the golf clubs. But yeah. one, I don't know anything about it. And I did try to ask around and see what other people thought. And it wasn't really a consensus of a brand. It was more of what feels good for you to use and I really had no idea. And I and but then I just thought instead of spending all this money on one present, I should try to spread it out and do multiple little ones. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know why this one idea popped into my head. And I was like, oh, damn. So that was the first thing I ordered. But then I thought of something else that was equally as great. Wow. So anyways. Is it like things that I've told you I want? No. No? That's the thing. Okay. I think that's what makes it even... Better is because I know that you would love it so much, but you didn't. You probably didn't even think that you needed it, or that I would think to get you that. Wow! And yeah. now I'm really hyping myself up. See, like when I first or I ordered mine like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I already got one of them, but I thought, wow, this is gonna be lit. But now you keep talking this up, it's making me feel nervous. No, don't feel nervous. <laughs> But I think mine are pretty good. I think I usually do terribly. Like I'll get one pretty good <laughs> gift and then like the next one's trash. Right? Yeah. But that's what so. I mean. Just get me like little things that you know I would really enjoy. Anyways, that's it for my second thought. And my last thought was be something that happens to me probably multiple multiple times a day slash every day of the week, which is feeling nauseous slash dry heaving because of my anxiety. And that it's gotten so much worse. Yeah. It used to, I mean, I always had it when I was younger as well, but it would only be for my piano exams. I remember whilst walking to my piano exam because my mom didn't want to pay for parking. Nice. Classic. (laughs) So. (laughs) Anyways, I would just be coughing slash dry heaving the whole time, but I wouldn't vomit. And then progressively, it started getting worse to doing it anytime something stressed me out. But here's a weird thing. I will do it even if I'm excited for something because I'm so excited to do it slash I'm anxious that it's not going to go well. But I really want it to go well because I'm looking so forward to it. Do, do you feel me? Yeah, you're putting too much pressure on everything. I am. I am. That's truly me. But yeah. also, Logan like Googled this and one, he thinks I should get... What did you say? That hypnotherapy. <laughs> yeah. I remember. They have it. They have a hypnotherapist in Charlottetown. Oh wow! You could go to, and she has like unreal, unreal ratings. You know what? I feel like it's almost gone to a level now where I think that I do need to to do that and because I think the other technique uh, he taught me was to like hold your hand in a fist with your thumb covered by your other fingers. Then to squeeze really hard, and I also use my index finger to like drive that finger into my thumb to try to like distract myself from it, which works sometimes. But mm. I think that the reason I really thought about this was because at my work we take turns cleaning the washrooms. Yeah. And if you know me personally, and even if you don't, I'm gonna tell you now: <laughs> me 
and washrooms don't gel. Like yeah. I don't clean the washroom at home. I hate toilets. I hate throwing up in toilets. I hate everything about it. And so the idea of having to clean staff washrooms, like not <laughs> like like toilets that other bus have been on and soiled. Like the first time I had to do it, I was dry heaving really hard, but I did it before lunchtime. So there was no food in my system. But this week was my week again. And I did it after I ate lunch. And I brought up a puke bag just because I knew myself so well. I was like, this is just, if I dry heave too many times, it'll end up being vomit. I literally just make it up the stairs. I haven't even seen the washroom yet. I reach the top of the stairs, puke. (laughs) And then I walked. Why you puked in like anticipation yes, yeah. of cleaning the I bathroom. didn't even see the washroom yet. And then I walked to the washroom door and I still haven't seen what the inside of the bathroom looks like. Vomit again. And that all my last time. And then all my lunch is just in a bag that I have to bring downstairs and throw out. <laughs> because I can't throw up in the toilet, so I had to bring a puke bag. <laughs> Why couldn't you puke in the in the toilet? Are oh. you kidding me? Because it's I like... don't throw up in a toilet. I don't want the splash back. I don't want to be looking at mm. feces while I'm doing it. Well, the, hopefully somebody flushed. Yeah, I know. Not mean like actual shit, but you know, like shit stains. <laughs> yeah. Or pee stains or blood because there's females and maybe someone was on their menstrual cycle. Yeah. Like no, 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 no. So yeah, I puked twice before I even stepped foot in the bathroom. And then what happened when you're in the bathroom? You topped it out? or Oh, what? I kept dry heaving, but now my stomach was empty. So uh, I didn't feel nervous that I was going to throw up. That was like the it. added thing in the beginning. One, I was already stressed out. But two, I was like, oh, I'm going to vomit because I ate lunch already. And I was stressed. I was trying not to dry heave. And the more I thought about not dry heaving, the more I was dry heaving. And then boom, vomit. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a vicious cycle. It's so vicious. No, I never win. But that's the thing. It happened today it, it happened yesterday you could literally you could eventually i feel like it could get to the point where you could just do that about anything like yeah so like, maybe i do need to see this hip hypnotherapist yeah some sort of okay so let's dive into this week's episode all right what do we got right so last week we did um you know not such an uplifting episode i would say it was about toxic relationships slash our toxic traits yeah so i thought we would flip it to the other side this week and we would do like a love languages slash how it impacts our relationship yeah slash lovey-dovey episode yeah that's good yeah flip it on its head yeah so we each like there's a website which we know let's backtrack hold up just in case you don't know, this is based on the book, The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts by Jer- Gary. Is it Gary yeah, Chapman? Yeah, I think it's Gary. Gary Chapman. I have not read the book myself. A lot of people have recommended it, but it's so popular that they have an online website where you can do a quiz. And I actually found out that there are like different quizzes you could take. There's like a child's version of the quiz. There's a singles version of the quiz where maybe you would do the quiz and it'll tell you like what you want slash need in a relationship. I'm not really sure how that one goes. I feel like that's setting a lot of like teens 
in the wrong direction. Do you know what I mean? Is it actually like for kids to fa- find love, or is it like what type of kid you were? I don't know. I don't know. It just it, it just when love. I went on the website, there was like a children's thing on the bottom. Yeah, it was like single spouse. Yeah. Weird. Which which like I don't know. I don't know about the singles one because like. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's helpful. Like, you know, this book is so successful. So this guy obviously knows what he's talking about. No, and they make sense. Like, I mean, if you read all of them and uh, it kind of does break down. It's like a general overview of all it, your it types is, of love. But I think like what my concern was is that when you take it as a single, like, does that not like change your idea of love in a certain way? Like maybe you become like very stiff on the way you think because you're like this quiz is gonna tell me what i need and like if you can't give me that like that's it but you don't you might not give that person time to come around to that yeah like you're trying to say yeah like essentially it's like you you know who you're supposed to love and what they're supposed to be like so you're expecting that off the your expectation changes and i think i don't know how i feel about that because Mm. i know i was a very vulnerable you know angsty teenager and when i like was trying to get a guy to like me i was that girl that would youtube like how to get a guy to like you back and this wasn't out yet and yeah i know this probably was but i didn't really know about it but like uh, that never worked (laughs) all of the strategies that these like love experts were trying to tell me but anyways but did you execute them properly i mean probably not (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's sort of like, I think it's more of you have to use it as a uh, self-awareness thing. So like if you're in a relationship, I don't say base your relationship off of it, but I think that when you're in a relationship to be aware of what your needs are yeah, to work with the person, but right. you can't expect a person to just have that you know no love language knowledge yeah and i think if you take it if you just take it with the sense of it being like okay like this makes sense as to why i value certain things more and it might help in a relationship for that for your partner to understand that you value that more than what they think that you would value right so anyways we both took the quiz so we'll let you know what percentage of each love language that we i guess react to yeah, well, but, can we can we get them all? Yeah. So before we reveal our an- our like our answers, I guess. Yeah. I'll go through like a quick little thing for each of the lang- languages. Okay. The first one is words of affirmation. So it doesn't necessarily mean that the compliments have to be like extreme or very often or anything. It just means that you express they like when you express love with words, so that they can feel it like you're verbally saying it yeah like they want acknowledgement and they want you to even though you might feel like i'm i love this person no doubt they want to hear it they want the the words of affirmation yeah and it it doesn't necessarily like again it doesn't have to be something complicated it doesn't have to be like your eyes or like (laughs) like the deep blue sea and i can just lose myself swimming in those eyes baby but it could just be like You could, could just, tell me that. It That'd could just be, be like, you know, you got ready and I'd be like, hey, you're cute yeah. or whatever. And then you're like, oh, okay. Anyways, that's uh, words of affirmation. Oh, I also, there is a point here that people who really identify with this language, if they get a negative comment, it really, really hurts. Mm-hmm. 
joke. <laughs> okay, what's next? The second one is acts of service. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty much the embodiment of that, like, actions speak louder than words situation. And again, it's not like your partner needs to be your slave or anything. <laughs> but it just means that if you're a person with this love language, and it means that you really value if they go out of their way to maybe do something for you that you were already going to do, but they ran that errand for you. And so that means that they're thinking of you. And to that, like, because of that, you feel valued in that relationship. Yeah, I can see that. The third one is receiving gifts, which I feel like gets a very negative connotation because you're like, oh my God, it's so materialistic, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be like a 24 karat something. Yeah. It could just be little cute things. Like maybe you went on a work trip or something. And while you're on the work trip, you grabbed a little magnet and you brought it back or, yeah, you know. It's, just, it's, it's like a physical symbol of love. Yeah. They like, the, they like to have some sort of like a uh, way to. Yeah. They, they know that you're remembering them. Yeah. And you're thinking yeah. of them. And, and again, it doesn't have to be jewelry or anything. It'd be very personalized. Like, for example, this is just one example I did for Logan, which I didn't even think that he enjoyed this so much. But when we first started dating, I was at my university and we had a poster sale. And this happens every semester. But you just walk down this one hallway and they have all these posters and there's like music ones, movie ones, whatever. And I was walking through there and I saw the Star Wars one. And it had like every single character from all the movies on it. And I remember that Logan really, really loved Star Wars. And again, this is like very fresh. So it wasn't like that I felt obligated that I had to get him something. But I was like, this is so cute. It's not like overly expensive. Like it was like $10. And I'm like, he really likes Star Wars. Like maybe he would like this. Yeah. And I didn't expect the reaction, but it is to this day one of his favorite presents that I have gotten him. Yeah, I, it, I every time she asked me, like it's it's one of the most consistent ones probably. Every time you ask me, yeah. like, what do you like that I've got you, and then yeah, it's a top, and then it still shocks her every time too. Yeah, because I th- like in my mind I'm thinking like I've gotten you so many things after that, and this was just a piece of paper. Yeah. But to you, you were like, oh my god, she remembered that I like Star Wars and she got me this little gift. Yeah, it did. Anyways, so that's the receiving gifts one. Number four is quality time. And so that's more of like not just sitting next to each other, but like no phones, no distractions, that kind of thing, and just being with each other. Yeah. And if you're a person that identifies with this language, then when your partner cancels dates slash like isn't present with you when you're together, it really hurts your feelings because you want that like a lot of time to be with your partner and be, be with your partner. Yeah. 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 Like it's their time. Yeah. To, you know, yeah, I understand that. And then the fifth one is physical touch. And this doesn't, this doesn't mean like extreme PDA, <laughs> but it just, it's just like little things, right? Like holding hands whenever you're walking around or, oh, okay. you know, a little, a little peck doesn't mean that you have to make out in public the whole yeah, time, but just, you. you know, like some physical aspects of that, which is actually kind of funny because I really enjoy holding Logan's hand and our friend actually got us that super cringy, like Facebook <laughs> ad but it's like couple mittens like for couples it is three mittens yeah 
one for your outside hands of each person yeah and one combined one in the yeah middle. and it's, it's like, like a, a u shape yeah it's yeah. Like in a u shape so you put your hand in and then your other partner your partner puts their hand in the other one and you can hold hands <laughs> whilst keeping your hands warm and it's so cringy but i love that gift so much yeah and we will use it this winter yes i cannot wait to use it this winter yeah yeah we'll be laughed at we'll be judged but it'll be okay <laughs> okay so now that we've kind of done this brief description overview of these love languages mm. we're going to share our test results hey. and then i guess talk about how that affects our relationship yes <laughs> and actually we did this like about a week before and we found that we something clicked in our heads and we're like oh i know yeah right? okay. anyways okay how about you go first okay so i'm gonna go from uh should i go i'm gonna go least to to the most oh okay all right so my least likely or least favorite love language is receiving gifts Oh. At a whopping 7%. As I'm like, oh my God, I bought him so many presents <laughs> for Christmas. He's going to love me the so much. Gifts, yeah. He's like, mm, mm, actually. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> but I mean, 7%. Anyways, uh, my next lowest one is acts of service, which is 10%. Okay. So I don't mind if you do a thing for me every once in a while, but don't really care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't get me going. All, all right, right. All right. All right, so the next two, so tied for second, so second and third, uh, same percentage. I'm going to go with what I think uh, is least out of these two uh, would probably be the quality time. Now, I do love you, babe, and I love spending time with you, <laughs> but, but it's 27%, so not bad. Uh, still tied sense. for second. I'm always like, babe, pay attention to me. No, I, I, I like spending time with you. Don't get it twisted. You're making it sound like I don't want to just because you're annoying as fuck. Like, no. I like it, but it's not the top. All right. Uh, the next second one I would say would, is words of affirmation. You know what makes me laugh so much is that those are tied and you're like, mm, quality time comes third. <laughs> okay, yeah. so words of affirmation. But I mean, you have to be around for words of affirmation anyways. Okay. So All right. They go hand see? in hand. See, All right. see, see, see. Okay. That's why they're tied. All right. Right? They got to be together. Anyway, I love when you just, you know, say nice things to me. Yeah. And then, like, also, I you were saying the definitions before, and you were talking about how, like, it's, like, when you, you say, I love you, and say that. It's not always that, too. It's, like, it's, like, acknowledgement, because mm -hmm. I am lazy, so, but, like, when I go out of my way and, like, do something, yeah, it's nice to be acknowledged for okay. it. Okay. That's, like, another right. part of it. <laughs> for future reference. Uh, I'm just kidding. Excuse me? I'm just kidding. All Anyways, right. You do. You do. Okay. Acknowledge me. Anyways, um, my only top... Only if you deserve it. Yeah, only if I deserve it. It's pretty rare. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my top one is 30% physical mm -hmm. touch. Uh, I like... Uh, yeah. A man. Yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's not... I'm kidding. You know what? You have me on that one. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's my I, top. I can see that. I like, but you see, I really like that about you because you always initiate like holding hands and stuff, and I just like it. Yeah. Like I love holding hands too, but I like that you want to do that. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not much for the PDA. Like, I don't know. That's yeah. I'm not big on PDA, mm-hmm. but I do like, just like even when we're around the house and stuff, just, you know. You being, know yeah. being near each other. Yeah, being yeah. near, close. Okay. All right. Okay, let's do let's do mine then. I guess I'll also go from least to greatest. Okay. So, in last place is receiving gifts. Yeah. At 10%. Ooh, a little more though. So, like, don't get me wrong. I love Christmas and I love my birthday when I get gifts. But, you know, I don't know. It's not that important. There are other things I would rather you do. So when I mess up, the flowers aren't the best, eh? See, but that's what I but but see, that's what I told you, right? I've said that before, where you know we get into a fight because he hasn't done something that I've been needing him to do, and then he gets me flowers, which in the beginning you're like, okay, you know, that's nice, but then you're like, okay, it doesn't matter that you're getting me flowers. Like if you just did what I told you to do, then we wouldn't even be in this situation, and the flowers don't solve anything. And you'd be like. You should give me flowers more often without <laughs> yeah. doing something wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I is do, true. I do like me some fresh flowers, yeah. though. Yeah. Anyways, so um, the one up from that would be physical touch. Oh, you're not big on the touching, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I Get am. Get away from me. No, I am. What percentage is that one It's at? 13%. 13 So wow. that's your highest, right? That is actually, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's a problem. It's a big difference there. 30 to 13%. Yeah. Huh. What was your percent for receiving gifts? Seven. Oh, okay. Oh, it was both of our like lowest ones. Yeah, yeah. We don't care about that. That makes sense. All right. So then after the physical touch would be at 17% words of affirmation. Oh, wow. Does that surprise you? Um, kind of, yeah. Why? I don't know. I just, like, think that you've told me things that I just assume that you like to hear. I do. I love you. Or that you are loved just in general. I do. I 100% know what you're saying and where you're getting that from. And I do. That's why it's the third one. Just not but the best. I also think that I'm also that person where if you say something to me, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you don't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you would be the number one fake news. Like, if you got it. <laughs> what? You think any, like, good news against you is fake news. Yeah. And I you guess. are, like, easily sold on your own conspiracy. <laughs> what does that mean? What? <laughs> like you'll make up fake news about yourself. Okay. Like, oh, you look fucking disgusting in this dress. <laughs> <laughs> like it looks good. Yeah. But then you like look at yourself and then you like really look and you're like, that's true. That's 100% true. And then you get really swept up in this thinking you look terrible. But yeah. You don't. Which I do. You don't. Mm. But it takes you away sometimes. Well, you're just biased. Yeah, I wouldn't be here, I mean. Anyways, so that so that's seventeen percent. <laughs> well, I forgot what we were even talking about. Words of affirmation. Oh, okay. Seventeen percent. Yeah, that's tragic. Now, in second place is quality time 
at 23%. Yeah, you know what, though? It's, like, funny because I think of those last ones and I'm like, really? But then I hear those and I'm like, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, I do enjoy those other things, but quality time is really important <laughs> for yeah. me. You do love it. Like, yeah. I'm You obsessed. can never get enough. I'm obsessed with Logan. Like, I obviously get mad at him a lot, but I'm obsessed with him. And I could just go forever just being with him, I think. Yeah. You and, think? Well, like, <laughs> well, obviously, I feel like if we spend every single day yeah, constantly be, together for 50 years, maybe that wouldn't be the best. But I'm saying other, that... Yeah. Based on our lifestyle right now, I think that we spend more time together now. Our work schedules work out better now. Yeah. But I still feel like I don't have enough time with you. Yeah. So quality time is really important for me. And number one on the top of the list at 37% is acts of service. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Like, I'm just the type of person, well, okay, like, again, like, last episode I mentioned, I mean, this is probably with my toxic trait of being a perfectionist. So in my head, my my head is constantly swimming with the things that I need to do, and I don't necessarily, I mean, I involve Logan in those things, like, oh, like, maybe he could help me out and do those things but that's still like me coming up with it do you know what i mean like i'm still being like okay i gotta tell logan to do this 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 and then i'll go and do this 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 and this but i always i feel like i always give myself much more to do than for you because i'm like i get stressed out at the thought of burdening others too do you know what i mean so i don't want you to think that you're busting your ass like trying to do these things for me so like i'll do them like i'll take on the harder tasks or the tasks that i think take longer time to do yeah but if you go and you do something that i was stressed about or like i knew i was gonna have to spend a decent time like decent chunk of time doing and you do that for me it is so special because like i didn't expect you to do that but you knew that i was going to do that and you still did that yeah, I mean, there is faults in it. Why? Because sometimes if I try to do something, you're stressed because you think I'm going to do it wrong. <laughs> okay, because... <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost like, do I do it? Because you... then, you know, Babe, which you is, my own, is my own fault. Okay, like, here's the thing. There's, here's the thing about Logan. He wants to do things for me, but he, like, hastily does it or, like doesn't do it to the level i want but mm. that's me being a perfectionist like it still falls back on me in that sense where yeah. i have the standard that i have for myself and i was going to do that task so you do it for me and i'm appreciative but if it's n- <laughs> less than quote-unquote perfect i get really stressed <laughs> because i could have just done it no pressure no pressure <laughs> no, i know i understand you know what i mean yeah i, I mean i get it <laughs> But I'm also like, I don't know. I'm also like, I can do things well, I think, but it takes me a little bit more time. And I think that sometimes if you're in a certain mood, maybe Mm -hmm. you might think like, hurry the fuck up. You know, so, so in my head, I'm kind of like, I can still do it. I know how to do it, but then I'll just do it a little bit faster. And then I do it, but then I'll mess up a little bit or I'll miss a little spot. 
And, it's uh, it's all in the details. Like yeah. I, I'll give one example. I was pretty peeved. So I had worked on this coffee table named Joe for a really long time, and he was looking so good. And I was like, I had already stripped everything. I had painted everything. I had put the stain on, and all that needed to be done was the wax coating. And the way that Joe is, he's got little divots in him. And so what he, Logan did was he rubbed the wax, but when the wax is going across those divots, some of that wax is getting stuck. And so what he should have done is before the wax hardened was to just scrape out those little wax pieces. But he didn't. And so it dried. And then it took me forever to try to get a toothpick in there and like scrape the wax out. Oh my God, he looks so unamused right now. <laughs> yeah anyways that's the thing and i also was just thinking that i feel like i get this perfectionist mentality from my dad no we know that and <laughs> you didn't just figure this out it's been said yeah my dad your dad, is your dad also looks ashamed when you when you like bring it up to him yeah he I looks mean, shook I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm not proud of it either. Like, I, it's really stressful. Like, it's yeah. stressful trying to attain this perfection that obviously doesn't exist. And I know that I can't be perfect, but I, don't I think, strive for it still. I don't think that he, like, is as stressed about being perfect as you. Maybe. I think he tries to be perfect, but, like, like you know, he always gives her. Mm -hmm. But you definitely take it way harder. Yeah. So, but anyways, what we found out when we took these quizzes is that it goes hand in hand, like the things that we want. So yeah. for example, like Logan's number, actually, no, his number two is words of affirmation. That was your close second, right? And so he wants me to compliment him. Tell me how beautiful I am. Yeah. And mine is like acts of service. So it's like, if you do, do something for me, then, like, my reaction is to be like, oh, my God, baby, like, I love you so much. Like, thank you so much. And, like, you get your words of affirmation. Yep. So it goes hand in hand. Yeah, it does. Which was, which is, I think, was the most interesting thing that we discovered through this. Yeah. Other than the but, fact that it's really pretty spot on. But, like, before it would be like, like, we're trying to work on that. But there is times where it's like, I'm not doing anything. And then it's like, pick up the broom. <laughs> and then I pick up the broom and I start sweeping and I'll do something else and it's, uh -huh. and then you're gonna like yeah of course you're doing it you should have been <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so I think you know so like... we like we we didn't know like whatever we're just like yeah no, no no okay so what he's talking about is okay so it's like my number one love language is acts of service but it's not like. I don't appreciate you doing something if you feel obligated to do it or because, like, I yelled at you to mm -hmm. do it. So, like, in one of our, like, fights, what happens is, like, I'll yell at him for the fact that he hasn't cleaned this certain thing or that he's not noticing that all these things are dirty in the house and need to be cleaned. And then while I'm doing my makeup or something, he'll start doing all these things. Yeah. But then it's, like, he's only doing it because, like, I just got mad at him <laughs> about it. He's not doing it... Like yeah. you like, and then like the next day you wouldn't be doing those things. You only did it in that moment because I gave you shit for it. Yeah. But there's also like a thing where like you learn, I guess. And you're kind of like, okay, I understand that maybe I'm not pulling the weight cl yeah. cleaning wise. And you, in that moment, 
when you're arguing about it or whatever and there's still a bunch of dirty shit all over the house yeah it has to be cleaned and yeah. after a fight like that it's not like you can just <laughs> chill on the couch and just play <laughs> on your true. phone you know yeah. what i mean so, I guess you lose in both <laughs> senses because if I came on, you were just sitting on the couch. I'd also lose it. Yeah, yeah, and if it's and if it's if it's if it started with the dishwasher, say, and then it the arguments like spaced out to like other things like the deck or whatever, uh, and then I just go and I just do the dishwasher. Like, fine, I'll empty the dishwasher, and then you just empty the dishwasher, and then you just sit down and play on your phone after there's like an argument about doing other things than just like the simple shit uh-huh. then like what are you do- what are you doing how are you if you're trying to make it better like what are you <laughs> you're already on the wrong off on the wrong foot that's true so like i know obviously that's the problem with like being in your own head too uh-huh. it's just like you can find any situation and twist the mentality to where it's just like a a selfish or malicious like type of way of thinking where it's more of like a okay i fucked up and i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. clean everything i can yeah Yeah. because i also think that yes you probably expect me to just like slowly do other cleaning but then i go into like overdrive and i clean fucking the whole house (laughs) right (laughs) and and, and you get like actually get pissed because i'm cleaning the whole house but it's just like it's not you're not necessarily coming from a a way of like i'm just trying to kiss your ass yeah you're just trying to be like you know you can't just sit around and you made good points i mean it's like a legitimate thing so you know you gotta pull your weight and that shit's gotta be done so it's like there's no better time than right now because i mean the fight's happening it's not like you're gonna sit there and (laughs) chitty chat yeah or watch the fucking netflix Mm -hmm. And, like, the kissing my ass type of thing, I think it comes from the fact that if you, like, if we had that one fight and I was like, you got to clean better, and then after that fight you just consistently clean better, then I wouldn't, like, think that. But I think it's because it's like, okay, we'll fight about cleaning, and then you'll clean for two days, and then you'll forget about it. But anyways, you're getting much better. I'll say it on air, people. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, before, I think before it was like, we would talk about it and then it would be like one day and then whatever. But I think I do well now where to like, even if it happens mm-hmm. and I slip up though, like I do well for a couple weeks. Yeah. Like, I and do, you know yeah. what? I mean, should I be proud of this? Maybe not. I mean, I don't think Logan will ever get to the level of, of like my OCD, at. which yeah. like I don't want him to because we'd be a mess. I think it would be chill. You I would be down. So? I'd be down to like be that cleanliness where like you never had to rag me about being clean, but then no, but, but then would you I just find wa- something no, 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 else? No, but to listen, rag. like no, but I'm saying that no, like in my head it's like crazy, but uh, I wouldn't want you to be like how I think about it because it would drive you insane, and we can only have one insane person in this household, and it's me. Okay. But anyways, I think that Logan's come such a long way. That now, when he looks at something, it'll irk him. But that wouldn't have happened before. Yeah, that does happen. <laughs> it's weird. Isn't it? Yeah. Like, I've manipulated you. 
I mean, I have come such a long way, you man. You have. You have. I mean, you didn't even know me way before, but yeah, that's a whole I, d- I wouldn't want to. Yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> I was like probably one of the messiest people. I was like on track for Hoarderville. Oh, God. Not like, not, I wasn't a hoarder, but like if I had just become lazier as an adult, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I quickly, quickly would have been a hoarder. Like you had one of those bedrooms where you couldn't see the floor? Yeah, like there's clothes oh. everywhere. I had locker that Jesus. I had a locker that I had to like fucking lean my shoulder into it Did to that close not stress you out? because it was just filled with garbage. Did that not stress you out? No. Does, would that stress you out now? Oh yeah, that would. I would be disgusted. Huh. <clears throat> I mean, I don't but know. that but that usually I mean people when they grow up they kind of become like that anyways. Yeah, right? but I was like I was like already like maybe 14 15 mm-hmm. like like grade yeah grade nine mm-hmm. and i was like that and then even when i had my car like my first car oh my god 17 the whole you couldn't even sit in the back seat the whole back seat was full of fucking whatever listen guys i don't know how i don't know how so much shit gets back there and <laughs> i don't i think back to it you know what there's this weird thing that's been happening to me lately mm-hmm. uh where I'm just like having these memories of like weird sh- memories of weird shit that's happened from like my past that I completely forgot about. And okay. then I'm like, that actually happened? Okay. Like, like what? <laughs> like, uh, uh, oh, fuck, what was I talking about before? Like, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> You're getting triggered by memories. Yeah, I know. But like, I just like can't remember what they are right now. Like there's one, I guess there is one where like, I forgot that. I don't know if I want to say this. Say it. Or like, I, <laughs> no, I can't say it. <laughs> yes, you can. I'll just cut it out if I don't like it. Okay. Like, I just like forget about the fact that I had an actual uh, toilet seat fall on my penis. When I was like a kid <laughs> to where it was actually purple. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And it's like, that shit actually happened to me. And like, <laughs> you that know what I mean? That sounds like the worst. That was, it's like one of them heavy ones. Oh. You know, like, you know, like nowadays. You probably blocked that out because it was so traumatic. You know, Your like, brain was like, nope. <laughs> it, yeah. Like it hurts when I think about it. <laughs> and I like, oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that actually. It's weird because Sometimes you think about it and it's so realistic. You like feel like you morph into that body again. Mm. You feel that pain. It's ridiculous. But then, yeah, I don't know. You saying that just triggered a memory Did it? in my head too. That I'm still confused about to this day. <laughs> oh, is it the egg Should, situation? It's the egg situation. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk. Let me quickly take a little sidebar and we'll go through this egg situation. And you know what? It could very well just be my little mind just, you know, blocking certain things out and not remembering it fully. But the memory that I have of it is so confusing. Listen, hear me out. It was Easter. I don't know how old I was. Maybe I was seven, eight. I don't remember, really. But I remember it was Easter and I was going on a walk with my grandpa and he had a big jacket on and he had something rustling in his pockets, but he told me that it was just keys. So keep this in mind. Like I already knew something was in his pocket. And then I get home 
And I go to my parents' bedroom and I'm like gonna pull down my pants because I want to change. And all of a sudden, these eggs seemingly start to fall out of my ass. Like, I don't feel it coming out of my bum, but I don't. Well, where do they come from? Because I, I, if they were in my pants, I would have felt them. If I pulled my pants down, they would be in my pants, but they were like on the ground, like coming out of my bum. And I could like see them. Like I saw one fall and then I saw another one fall. But I didn't feel a sensation of it coming out of my bum. And I even remember like I had pulled them down and I wanted to see where they were coming from. So I stuck my head like between my legs. And I didn't see my grandpa. Like I, it, it sounded like he was in the kitchen. So then I was like, oh my god, am I like an Easter hen? So then when my parents came home, I was like, I'm going to surprise them with my superpower. So I tried to shove these eggs back up my, my bum, which obviously did not work. <laughs> but to this day, I don't understand. Like, was my grandpa just standing there and I just didn't know? But like, how would I not know that my grandpa was standing there? I would have known he was there. Would I not? And like, and like, I'll go like years at a time, like not remembering that this ever happened. And then like Easter will roll around and I'll be triggered and I still don't have an answer. <laughs> what if you just like put it in your shirt or something? But I, wouldn't I have remembered I put it in my shirt? The only thing I can remember oh, is that I knew that my grandpa had something in his pocket. First of all, why'd they fall? Like, did you strip naked or something? I took down my pants with my underwear. Like, in your room? Yeah, I went to my mom's room to do it. Why? I don't know why. Because it's dirty. I had to take. I was out on a walk, so I came back home. I had to change. Okay. So I took my pants off, and the eggs started falling down. How many? How long did it take for the eggs to fall? Oh, like, a couple seconds. And they were, like, big. One of those, you, you didn't know, those even big... feel them, like, on your body at all? No. They just, like, dropped from thin air, like, yes. behind you? Yes. And that's why I put my head between my... I remember I put my head between my legs and I could see the hallway and my grandpa wasn't standing behind me. But, like, was he standing from the side? But, like, wouldn't I know? And I was in the doorway of my parents' room. I wasn't in in the room. So, like, the doorway isn't that wide. I would have seen him if he was next to me. But they must have come from his pocket because there was something in his pocket and he wouldn't tell me what it was. He just said it was rustling. But to this day, I cannot remember where he was standing maybe, to have done I that. I mean, maybe he just snuck them in your pocket. And then, like, when you pulled your pants down, they fell. But then when they fall in front of me, like, if you bend down, they would fall to the sides. They were falling, like, between my legs, like, as if you laid an egg. Like, I remember so many specific things about this day, except for where did the eggs come from? Yeah, but let me just tell you this. Okay. Just from a scientific... <laughs> I know, obviously. I didn't lay the eggs, obviously. I know, but like every... In, scientifically, I believe that every time you re-remember a memory, yeah. it gets altered a little bit no, every time. No, I know specific... I don't know what colors, and I've never tried to assume what colors the eggs were. But I always knew I was in the doorway of my parents' house. My grandfather had something in his pocket. I remember the rustling, which I assumed to be the eggs. But he wouldn't tell me what the rustling was. He was just like nothing, like they're keys. And then I pulled down my pants and the eggs started falling. And I remember trying to stick them up my bum and I remember that pain. 
because obviously they weren't going back up. <laughs> Not that they ever came down that way, but they sure won't won't be going up. Imagine, I remember the I... <laughs> feeling of like wanting to tell my parents that I could lay eggs. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me. How old are you? I don't know. Like pretty young. Yeah, like a little kid. Yeah. I'm just like thinking. That... So that's what I'm saying. Maybe my mind just like it, like it doesn't have that part of that memory. Yeah, like there could have been a logical reason why they were fell like but anyways that was a crazy sidebar yeah (laughs) imagine if you did though like put those things up your butt as a kid that age and then like walked up to your parents and said i can lay eggs and and then then actually shit an egg out (laughs) what would your mom like i literally my asshole would be destroyed if i stuck a big plastic egg up my ass Oh, is it a big it plastic was a big, one? Yeah, those big ones that can open. Oh. That's what I mean. See, that I remember makes it weird. Very sp- I know. Yeah, I keep I forgetting that that's But what that's what I mean. I would have felt them in my pants if they were in my pants. And you would have felt them come out your butthole if they came out that's there That's what I mean. I have no yeah. answer to this. This yeah. is just a mystery. And my grandfather has passed, and I never thought to ask him when he was alive because I just didn't even want- I don't even know. But... Yeah, Anyways. I don't know. That's like, do you, you ask your parents and they don't know? They're just like... Oh, yeah, well, they weren't home for uh, that. Yeah, I guess. They came home and I wanted to show them that I was an Easter hen and it didn't work. Well, that's a great mystery now. It is a great mystery, but... Emily Anyways, and the birth of the chicken. Let's reel it back in. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't even remember where we left off. Anyways, these love languages, they kind of make sense. I wouldn't go as far as to like live my whole life assuming this. But it does make sense to how we are and how our relationship is. Yeah, and it does help just to, like, remember that that's something that you can try to to give to your partner. Yeah. And our cats are fighting. We're just witnessing a cat fight here. But it does make sense because I feel like sometimes, like, misunderstandings come from your partners because you know what you need but your partner yeah. doesn't necessarily see that. And they might be, maybe they have their love language and they think that that's your love language. So they'll yeah. try to give that to you, but that's not what you need. And then that's what sparks the arguments because you're trying to love that person. Yeah, you just don't know how. Yeah. And the love languages kind of help acknowledge and tell you like a, a way to start Yeah. and how to love that person and be like, okay, this is my top one. And then you can be like, you know, these are things that you can do for me. And it kind of gives you a language to tell that person, Mm -hmm. right? Because it's hard to describe what you need Mm -hmm. deep down. But I mean, apart from the love language, like I think a very important part as to why our relationship works is that it's not enough to just know that that's the love language of your partner. You have to actively try. You have to first respect it and to try to love that person the way that they want to because that's how they feel loved. Yeah. And you have to be willing to do that. And if that's not something you can do, if you can't love that person like they want to be loved, then they're not going to feel loved. And then it's not a healthy relationship anymore. Yeah. And so, like, I respect what Logan needs, and he respects mine. And obviously, we're going to make mistakes, and we're going to fight. But at the end of the day, we're just trying to love each other better. Yeah, and I mean, I would say that most people love people how they want to be loved. 
Mm -hmm. right so if you want touch you're gonna give touch to the person to show love now for you to have that same love language with another person great because you already know Mm -hmm. but everybody else with a different love language is gonna need you to give them something else so it's just gonna be a learning process like you said and it's a journey and it is hard work sometimes Right. right but as long as you can acknowledge it and yeah, you're always pushing to be better mm-hmm. a little bit for yeah. them, then yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna and work I out, was I also like trying to think about it in the way where like, you know, these love languages are there. And again, like off my point of saying that just knowing about them isn't enough, it still has to be like the right person, but that right person, quote, quote, like, will understand what you need so like i'm trying to relate it into i guess like how we started our relationship which first of all wasn't a very i guess like romantic picturesque way of meeting we met on a dating app but we very quickly fell in love with each other and but we were very comfortable with the fact that this is this was it for us And we were both like on that same level. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like, it just like clicked together for us that like we loved each other compatibly. I don't even know if that's making sense. Yeah. Is that making sense? Yeah. But I mean, it's just kind of like you love that person. You don't know why you just, you do, but you know that you're going to like do whatever you got to do to keep the person. And I think that's all you need. I don't think you have to be super compatible and that that's the thing like when we when we first started dating one of the things that i loved the most actually was that like i was still in school so i was studying but i wanted all this quality time with logan so i would go over to his apartment and study for the day and just being next to him was like enough for me yeah and it was like something that i really really valued in our relationship yeah and i mean it it kind of started off as it was nice because it was kind of slower, but it started off as like a friendship. Like you would literally just come over and just like, like friendship. Yeah, but we like, did not start off as friends. No, my friend. it wasn't friends. Like we would still, <laughs> you know, kiss and do all that stuff. But like you would come over and just hang out. Yeah. Right? Like it wasn't just you would come over and then we'd like be, oh, like, what are you doing? Like trying to get to know each other, make mm-hmm. it all awkward and weird. Like, yeah. like new people. You just came over and you're just like, hey, what's up? what's up babe and they're like did it did your homework yeah and, and i like, just like right, did my own thing and yeah and like right off the hop like logan loved me like the way that i needed to be loved yeah and like when i was going through my really rough patch we were probably only dating for two three months and he his active service for me was like providing his home for me to like escape to like to like you know mm-hmm. escape from my problems which i guess isn't good don't run away from your problems but i literally <laughs> ran away from my problem yeah, worked but out. running away from my problem also solved my problem <laughs> <laughs> you had to reface your problem yes but, i did but uh, it became better you got some space away from the problem yeah and yeah. i really needed to like step away yeah and he provided that for me mm-hmm. and that also was like oh my gosh yeah. That was so amazing. Yeah, no problem. Babe. And that was, I feel like a pretty, I mean, that was obviously a huge stepping stone in our relationship to just move in so quickly. Could have gone the other way. 
yeah, could have like, found out that we weren't compatible. It was about three months in. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like because we had spent all that quality time just hanging out, I was like, okay, well, we were already hanging out. Yeah. It wasn't one of those relationships where you only met up to go on these like extravagant dates and you never knew how that other person was like at home, like yeah. what their habits were and all that stuff. But we had already done that. So it was less of a dramatic shift but it still was weird because we'd have to like start sharing things and money gets in the put put in the mix and stuff yeah i mean i at that time especially it was kind of easier because you also were just in a weird spot and you didn't even say necessarily that you were going to stay forever you just kind of you came in saying you needed just to just go yeah and you know be away for a while right so there was always like it's not like i didn't want you to stay but there was just kind of like this also if you wanted to go back you were like three blocks away yeah so and your parents would take you back whatever so oh i knew from the hop that i was just staying you didn't (laughs) you didn't know that i was like okay i'm moving in no yeah i'm just saying like if you i'm just saying in that early in the relationship it's you know it worked out, but it could have gone south, right? And With oh some other people. So it's good to have that, like, reassurance you can just go back. I just remember this, but it was even, like, okay, first of all, it was already amazing for him to offer his place to me. Like, we were talking while I was having this breakdown in my room at my parents' house. And he was at a birthday party celebrating his friend's birthday, and he was drunk. And literally as soon as I said... I need to go like you need to come get me he called his mom to drive him because he was like a little drunk just so that he can come and get me and that like I didn't even know that that like all that happened necessarily like I think I knew you were at the birthday party but like I didn't really think of about it because I was so emotional but now looking back like you did a lot you could have you could have easily been like I'll pick you up tomorrow be so that you could spend time with your friends but you put me first yeah. and yeah yeah i mean i got a lot of fucking hate that night <laughs> <laughs> i gotta say because i i went out with everybody and then it was people from work and all that and i was pretty new and uh mike whose birthday was is my buddy who got me the job at that job like got me the job there mm-hmm. anyway they were harassing me because i was just on my phone the whole night because you were going through your stuff and mm-hmm. then uh and I was like, all right, I got to go. But it was pretty late in the night anyways. Mm-hmm. And then my mom just picked me up, drove me home. And then I was like, you know, I sobered up a bunch. It was like a little bit of time had passed. Mm-hmm. And then I, you were like, all right, come. And then I kind of was, I was pretty sober by then. So I just hopped in the car and came and got you. Yeah. And the rest is history. You never left after that. I never left. She's just, she's just been squatting here. Oh! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow no she now owns half the house so i do i me, did so. really weasel my way in she weaseled her way and now she uh, so. kicked out the stepbrother and your I was mom like, your I'm mom co-owner. was probably proud like that's why she's chill with me oh it's like, right, i think they are good. proud yeah so. yeah anyways it worked out for us mm-hmm. but yeah we definitely have a lot of learning to do and i think that the relationships at work is the partner who's genuinely willing to uh work with the other person and yeah. you know and i think that some people might think that oh i don't want to change for another person right it's not necessarily changing just think of it like if you were 
loving that person and you just like complimented them all the time maybe try hugging them next time you know <laughs> like like it's just yeah. little things a lot of times it's just little things right uh, there is obviously the deeper issues but you know just maybe you know for you i gotta like when you're sweeping up be like hey what's up let me just take that off your hands. Go sit on the couch. I mean, you do do that sometimes. Yeah. And I appreciate yeah, it a lot. Yeah, now that I know. I've done yeah. it way more now that right. I know about it. But also, what's your what's your thought on... So, I know you just said, like, the, like, being a really good partner would be understanding what your partner needs and be willing to compromise and love them like that. Yeah. But what do you think about the thought of sometimes in relationships, you can try as hard as you can and it's still not work out what's your like even if they like even if both partners are understanding of what the other needs and they're in therapy together and they're trying sometimes it doesn't work out well i don't know then you're not like necessarily providing what they need or like right but do you think that's just like that person saying no, I'm not going to do that for no, but, you? Or do you think it's just like yeah, they're think, trying and they just can't do it? No, I don't think like, you know, you obviously make a lot of mistakes, but there is progress, like right. slow progress. People make progress. I think people can change. It's just habitual, right? Just okay. doing things like, like me cleaning is just repetition, like reminding myself, like, because I never think about it. So now that I have to think about it, I have to keep reminding myself. So I keep thinking about it. And then eventually it will just become normal. Okay. But that's because I want to. If I am with somebody and it's like, you know, like you, you have to clean more and like that's what they need or like be there more. Mm -hmm. And you easily can. It's not hard to do. Okay. Like, like, like you have to keep getting better, but you have to keep willing to. So if, if it's not getting better, then you're not really wanting to because you're not getting better. Okay. So you don't necessarily think that so you so you think that like if the relationship doesn't work then it's on that they're person. just not oh oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and it I think it might not be conscious, but I think that if somebody falls out of love, they're not gonna be as willing to try to strive to be better, to be different for each okay. other. Right? Whereas people who are actually like actively in love and engaged with mm-hmm. each other, they're going to be willing to, to train right. change and sometimes drastically right. change things. So whatever. some, so you're just saying sometimes you just, you fall out of love. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's always the connection. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, everybody can love each other, find the way to love the other person, but it has to be that connection yeah, that's okay. keeping it going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that that's kind of like back to our theme of saying that you know, like the love languages are there and you can understand them, but if you can't connect to that person, then yeah, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. You're, not, yeah. you're not into it. You're not okay. gonna like give that person what they need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sick. That was kind of, you know, a little insider scoop of our relationship, how it's going. I mean, we are engaged, so I mean, I guess it's going pretty good. We haven't gotten right. married yet, so I mean, there's still that. There's still time for you to leave. All right. <laughs> no, there isn't. What? You can't leave me. I said you. Get out of here. I said you, dog. Oh, I'm nice not try. Leave you. I'm not falling in that trap. <laughs> what trap? You're too good to, to me. I could never leave. Right, you're going. Mm-hmm.
All right. All right. Drop so the hat, le. let's do our hat topic. I'm picking a, I'm picking a topic. Am I going to have to answer this first? Ooh, this is favorite childhood memory. Wow. Wow, I really got, I really get deep in these sometimes. Yeah, like, you can't just spring that on me. Like, that's a lot of brain space to just siphon through right now. Well, we can, like, cut out some time. We don't have to. Are you thinking about yours? You already got yours? No, no, I haven't gotten mine. I'm just going to take a little second to think about it. All right, I got one. Uh, My favorite childhood memory probably, I mean, there's a few in there, uh, but I would say probably the one that sticks out the most for like a child is when I lived in Ontario, uh, my hockey team, I don't know even remember what happened, like how we won it, but somehow we won this uh, chance to play in the Ottawa Senators rink. Oh, yeah. Okay. And so we went up as a team and we played against another team in the rink, but it's obviously huge. And we were like, I don't know. I think I was maybe like seven or eight. Okay. And uh, yeah, we played there on the rink. And then Mike Fisher came back. I think he's the one married to like Carrie Underwood. Okay. Yeah. Mike Fisher, he played on the Senators then. And he was like, obviously, I was a huge fan. And uh, he came up and like introduced himself to us. It was like, oh, so great to have you guys. And like we played there. And then after we practiced there, we like went up into the stands and we got like our own little section off and then we got to watch a, a whole game Aww, like an actual that's so game cute. and then they shouted us out on like the <laughs> on the thing and we had this like sign that was uh, their captain was daniel alfredson and he had his huge like afro so we had like a sign that said get a haircut daniel alfredson and we like had it and they like put it on the big screen Aww. and the and then the next year, he shaved his head off. Oh. Nice. He did. Huh. But yeah, like that's probably one of the top childhood memories I have for okay. sure. Yeah. yeah. Was, it was a big time thing. I have this weird thing. Like that happened for sure. There's like pictures of it. But I don't know if this happened. But in my head, for some reason, we like practiced with them. Like we came on the ice with the team. Oh. And like got to shoot on the goalie. But I'm also like. It's one of those things where I'm like, did that really happen? Or did I just but like see that in a video? But didn't then... you just say you, you had video proof or picture proof? No, we just have proof that we were like oh, getting ready for the... it, oh, like okay. like in the dressing room. And then there's obviously us in the stands. So there's lots of pictures yeah. of us in the stands. But I know I've like played on the ice because I played on there like twice, I think. But I can't remember if we actually practiced with the team. We might have. Wow. Yeah. Because I kind of remember like, like going down shooting and trying to score on Patrick Laleem. And Laleem was like a, a great goalie at that time. Oh. They had so many all-stars at that time. They had like Mike Fisher. They had Danny Heatley in his prime. They had Zidane Ochara. Oh, man. They were. <laughs> I have fucking, no idea who these They were lit are. at that time. Okay. So they were like probably my favorite team. Although, in, fa- in fairness, Matt Sundin was my favorite player. He played on Toronto, though. Mm. And Curtis okay. Wilson. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, that was probably a pretty good memory for me. I don't know. That's all I could think of at the time. When I'm thinking about my favorite childhood memories, they're all to do with like family memories, I think. Okay. Like That's fine. the one that sticks out the most to me, like we did this 
like a couple years, I think. But I guess like the it's super fond because I loved it so much. But there, the first, I guess, like we'll just talk about the first year we did it, like why it was so special. But it wasn't even anything like huge. My parents drove us to Golden Ears Provincial Park, which is like a really big park in Vancouver. Has like a lot of camping sites, trails, and you know beach access. And like this is probably where it comes like from my love of like going places really early before it gets busy. <laughs> but my parents would wake us up really early, and it would be like a whole thing. You wake up really early, and then you get all the snacks. And my parents always made congee so that we could eat breakfast at the beach, essentially.、Um, so like it was just plain white congee, but we had like the like thick ham that you cut into cubes. You just like toss them in the congee, and we would just drive all the way down to Golden Ears, and my brother and I would be passed out the whole time because it was super early, and we get there so early, like one of the first people in the park, and we would just, and it was already really sunny because it's summertime, and we would find like our perfect spot, and we would find you know a place where there's a picnic table, and then my brother and I would just sit there and have breakfast with my parents, like set up everything, the blankets, the umbrella, the chairs, and my dad had this huge inflatable boat. That he would like blow up for us, but it was just so fun because we never had to worry about like where to where to be because my parents always had the best spot because they went at the crack of dawn. You were the crew that <laughs> when we show up, you're like, how fucking early did they get here、yeah. to get that spot? But like, I think、yeah. it's just so fun because I'm like that too. Like、yeah. when we go hiking and stuff, I want to be there. As early as possible because I don't want to stress out about parking or if there's a lot of people. And we always went with our dogs. And we go on like on leash hikes, but you know we always like to have our dogs off leash for some part of it. So when you go、Where、really early、people? in the morning, there's not a lot of people there. Like, don't get me wrong. If we see someone coming, we leash our dogs right、yeah. away. Like we're not the type to let our dogs run up to people or other dogs. It's、yeah. just for when there's no one around, you know. And if we go early, then they could just you know wander.、Mm-hmm. So that's one of my, I guess, fondest childhood memories was the beach. And I also love the beach as an adult. Yep. So like. That's fact. Yeah,、um, but I also remember like I always talk about this, but like I hate cold water now, and I'm such a pussy about it. But I just remember when I was a kid, you know, all kids are super brave in the water, and like the cold never bothered me. I'd go swimming in the cold, cold lakes in the summer, and it'd just be. <laughs> yeah. But also another one of my favorite childhood memories was watching Korean dramas with my mom,、oh. and it would just be like our bonding time. Like obviously my dad and my brother didn't want to watch that stuff, and my mom would have it recorded, and we would just watch like episodes every day, cuddling on the couch, cry together, laugh together. Nice. Yeah. Yeah.、So、those are my, I guess, favorite types yeah, of childhood a memories. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.、Uh-huh. Anyways. Yeah. Good episode. Good stuff. We'll see you guys. See you next see week. See you guys next week. Hey, bye.